You are listening to the Next Play Podcast, the playbook for high-performing leaders who want to exceed their full potential. From walking on the Ole Miss football team at 5'7", 150 pounds and earning a full D1 scholarship to coaching thousands around the world and working with massive organizations like IBM, I've learned countless lessons that I'll be sharing right here with you. Join me as I interview some of the most successful people so you too can learn how to focus on always moving forward by deciding, planning, and executing on the next play relentlessly. All right, we're live. What's up, Julius? How are you doing today, Richie? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks for uh, being on the show. This is Seven Figure Commissions, where we work with sales pros, insurance agents, mortgage brokers, uh, just brokers in general, salespeople who want to get better, who want to get to the next level. So if you're in sales, if you're a broker, if you're an agent, if you're an entrepreneur and you want to improve your game, this show is for you. Julius is an insurance agent out of New York. He works um, for a company called Banker's Life. And uh, he went to Syracuse University, but this individual is driven. He's ready to go. He's on here because he wants to get better. He also wants some exposure. He wants to uh, share some of the good things he's doing. So Julius, man, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Cool. So let's just quick uh, jump into, you know, if anyone's watching, they don't know who you are real quick. How did you get into insurance? So, well, so basically I graduated from SU and kind of didn't know where I wanted to go in life necessarily. I was always okay. questioning where I wanted to go and, and all that. I had a family member that talked about going into insurance. My grandfather was an insurance agent himself for yeah. a period of time. I didn't know about that until uh, later on, um, probably closer to his death. But um, I found out that oh, he sorry, was doing insurance. You. No, that's all good. Uh, it was all the will of God. But however... Um, I got into it. I started focusing. I started studying. And then something just hit to me. Maybe this is the way I have to go. Or this is the way I should go, probably. Um, then I found out LinkedIn. Um, there was a there was some kind of um, company called Banker's Life. I didn't know anything about it. But uh, yeah. I had seen... Yeah. But I had seen the... Um, what the building and location millions of times I passed by it, walked in for an interview and that's, and the rest is history. Nice. Okay, cool. And so how long have you been an insurance agent for? So I've been since July of 22. So do the math there, probably about seven, eight months. Seven, eight months. Okay, awesome. All right. So you're new in the game, but you're grinding, man. Like we chatted with you beforehand. You're you're a grinder right now. So I want to dive into some of the stuff that you're doing, how you're building yourself up as an insurance agent. And then we'll kind of break down some of the things you're doing and see where you could where you can get better. And so for all of you that are currently watching right now, definitely make sure to comment below if you have any questions. I'll ask Julius. Um, or if you have any, you know, thoughts on the conversation in general, make sure to communicate, comment with me. I'll show them up on the screen because uh, I want to hear from you. So, um, Julius, let's just talk about your sales process right now, man. Like, how are you currently getting leads? What does that look like? So when I first started, basically, um, my higher-ups were sending the leads. They would pay for the leads. I would just have to call them. I'd have to reach out to them. And um, that's how I booked them. 
a lot of times those are how I got the leads. Um, and in the beginning, you know, I was getting a few here and there, um, but some stuff was falling off. Some stuff wasn't sticking necessarily. So that's when I began to focus on the difference between the cold and the warm leads, basically. And warm yeah. leads basically means people that you know about. Do they know right. that you're selling insurance? Some people did, some people didn't know, and I kept it on the low a little bit. Um, I was one of those kind of secretive kind of guys, but I had to let people know this is what I'm doing, and here's how I can help you out. So once I got some of the warmer leads, basically, they helped me out, and they helped my business out uh, much better. So uh, how did you really, get how did you yeah. get warm leads? Like how did, how did you get your cold leads, and how did you get your warm leads? Cold so, leads come from, from the higher-ups, the um, the agency pays for that but um warm leads basically the people you know if you got family if you got you know church members if there's people on the job or okay. people from your old job or something like that warm leads basically means the people that are around you more more often and they want to do business with you most likely because they know who you are you're not just some stranger coming into their house so that's got it that's okay so 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 you've these first eight months, you've really been tackling like friends, family, people, you know, like that kind of stuff. Yes. Okay. And then, um, cold leads are, do you purchase those yourself or does your company give those to you? You can, I haven't though. I haven't yet. I okay, probably so will get to that area later on. Okay. Got it. So, so, um, so right now, how are you doing any type of like advertising or marketing or anything like that? Or are you like, what's your, what's your current like advertising or marketing strategy? So for right now, it's funny you say that, uh, my higher ups, they've been talking to me about getting further into the community and literally just, just this morning, by the way, I was in, I was downtown basically just going into different businesses and telling them who I am on full financial planning, what, what we do. And what we have to offer, I send my resume, my business cards. So really, it's more of a word of mouth kind of thing. You know, we don't really have like commercials and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, or it's just getting out in the community, let people know who we are and how we can service them. So that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. And that's what I'm trying to build upon. So. Okay. So your your activities right now are your, your so you're walking into, you said businesses? Uh, just some small businesses downtown. Downtown Syracuse specifically, it's a bunch of different areas, a bunch of different locations and offices, basically, and they don't know who you are, you don't know who they are, you learn a little more about them, and that's your time to shine and teach them, show them about you and what you're able to do, so. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Um, are you do Are you doing any other type of marketing besides, you know, the business, friends, family, that kind of stuff, and then as well as, like, the businesses? Um, nothing at the moment though, but I'm always willing to learn anything to grow my business, anything to help somebody else. I'm yeah. more than willing to learn it. I love that. Okay. Do you make calls? Like, do you also call, like make certain amount of calls every day or on any type of leads that you have? Yeah. So basically, uh, one of the strategies I learned, it came, I believe it was, uh, Tony, oh, not, it was, uh, I keep forgetting his name, but. Um, Cody Askins, that's what his name, Cody Askins came up with a 12 point plan, basically 12 points of contact. Basically you call your lead three times one day, twice the second day. And then one time the third day you send a text and you send an email. 
And what that's supposed to do is hopefully uh, that's 12 points. You'll be able to reach them in 12 or fewer times. And then that's how you reach your lead, especially yeah. the Colts. For sure. Yeah, I've definitely heard of that. I mean, I think um, in today's day and age, there's so much advertising. There's so much marketing. There's so yeah. many things in our face all day, every day. Uh, we have to really be able to touch people and provide value. So sure. now what, what, when you, when you're doing that, are you doing that on the cold leads that you get from your company or are you doing that with any, the businesses or anybody that you kind of connect with? So mainly the cold. And the reason why is because a lot of times they, they just think you're a spam caller. You know, they, they don't really know the number. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, who, who's this dude just. Who's this scammer? Who's this guy? Just they think because a lot of a lot of calls out there, a lot of those calls do exist, and a lot of people right. are not like don't see your best interest at heart, you know. So sure. they just assume that you're one of those people, and you gotta explain to them that's not what we do. That's not who I am. I'm here to actually be an asset to your life and not just a liability. And okay. so um, basically, the cold ones, the people that. Don't believe uh -oh. people you're going to find yourself doing that with. Gotcha. Okay. So on average, like how many, how many, I know you do three, two, one, but let's just use whether you make three calls or two calls or one call, depending on the day, let's just use the contact as one call, this one contact. Yeah. How many contacts are you reaching out to or calling per week right now? Per week. So probably... Most likely, you I could call about fifty to a hundred a week. Most likely, I could see myself doing that. Um, and mainly, that's just because not everybody's gonna pick up the phone. Not everybody no. is gonna um, suggest say yes. Some people push you off. Some people say follow up with me later on. You get a bunch of those, so you have to constantly be building up your schedule. If you're not building up your schedule. You're not getting into houses. You're not getting into houses. Uh, you're not able to sell. You're not able to sell. Uh, enjoy sleeping in a bunk bed or, <laughs> or something like that. You always got to be active. You always got to be on your toes. Sure. Yeah. So that's the big thing, especially with them. But then yeah. also, like I said, that's just the cold market. Get into the warm market. And if you don't have a warm market network, basically, and that's yeah. where I'm at right now. Okay, so I want to just hit on these calls because I think, and then I, I will hit on the warm because I think the calls is something that, you know, a lot of people listening to experience this. Um, in, in the last, let's say, in the last week, how many total, I know you said 50 to 100, but let's say in, if we were to take the last week, how many how many uh, calls do you think you made? Probably, roughly about a good 200 you know I, I have been i've been slacking hey, just a little good bit for you, but man. Two, yeah 50 to 100 to 200 that's good I, I i i've been slacking a little bit i'm not gonna lie uh and part of that is just because my week's been busy and part of that is just um just one thing is taking up a little more time than usual and that's going to happen every now and then i understand but the key is the consistency basically if yeah. you haven't been phoning necessarily one week, get back on the phones as soon as you can and build up yeah. your your calendar. So okay. that, that's big, the biggest thing. When you feel like you're in a slump, get back on the phones and then do what you need to do. How do you get back on the phones? Because a lot of people will get in that, that slump or they'll miss a week and then getting back on the phones is really hard. 
How do you go about doing that? I can tell you right now, in the early stages, it was hard for me. And part of that was, I think for in my case, a big issue was I would get excited about, say, one potential case or two potential cases that were high in value, right? Something happens later along the line, it doesn't go through or say after a while, something happens, they, they're like, oh, I don't want the insurance. And we'll we'll probably talk about that later on. But basically it plays with you mentally, right? And you're like, how is everybody else? How are all these people? We got a, one of our top agents is making six figures and he's killing it in the, in the game right now. How come mm-hmm. he's making all this and I'm, I'm where I am? And I fall into that slump of, Oh, this is where you need to. Mm. This is uh, what's happening, and and uh, it's just like, uh, what am I doing? Uh, the biggest <laughs> thing is for me, you know, for me was getting back back into the gym. For me, it's finding time to rest, finding time to basically go off for a second, come back, get back on the phones, get back on calling. You know, if you stay on the phone all day i'm not saying do that you, you obviously have a life you know after a while take some time to yourself come back to the phones get yeah. back to uh emails get back to texting in my case i even sent letters i'm not even gonna lie i sent a ton of them my, yeah that's good my uh i think my receptionist is tired of all the stamps she had to waste but um i was doing it all but okay. it's basically taking some time to yourself Gathering yourself up, maybe you've had a few rejections, some people not interested in hanging up um, or something like that. Take some time, take a break, just get right back to it. I love it. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's so important, man. It's such an important thing of being able to, to get back to the next play, right? Which is right. back on the phone. <laughs> All right. So last week, 200, 200 calls. And that's and that's that's per contact, right? I'm not talking about yeah. triple dialing or double dialing. Right. Like that's per contact. Okay. Of those 200, how many did you actually connect with the right person? So the person that actually of those 200 calls, how many connects did you have with the right decision maker, the right person? Not like the kid or the you know someone that's not involved. Like of that's, those 200, that's a that's a good question, honestly. Um, and it's weird, right? Because at first you think uh, maybe about, man, I should get maybe 10 or something like that. And then the number dwindles to about seven to six because, you know, some people, they cancel on you or something happens or. Yeah, but don't worry about cancels or anything like that. Like, don't worry about any of that. Just how many of them were actually like potentially the right person. They answered the phone. Yeah. And it was the person that could make the decision. How many of those? I would say you get you get about a good ten to twelve. But that's that's basically the thing, right? The good potential, right? Yeah. Um, so so you said but, out of the two hundred, you got about twelve. Yeah, because it's 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 interesting, right? Because people people act people are funny, you know, for sure. Like, <laughs> they, they act like they they don't so hear the phone ringing. They act like they don't hear the phone ringing. I'm not gonna lie, I do it too, right? I'm, I'm very guilty myself. I, I know there's a number calling me right now, like, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna let this ring and everything like that. For People sure, that. I so, actually turned off unknown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I turned it off too. It's just a habit that we do, and I'm guilty of right. hanging up on people. I'm guilty of 
doing all the things that uh, basically come back to bite me. But um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's the biggest thing. Okay, so so of those twelve connects, how many of those turned into booked meetings? Don't worry about whether if they showed or they didn't show or they canceled. Don't worry about that. But how many of those twelve connects actually turned into a booked meeting? Probably, probably around maybe about seven, maybe about seven. I would say. Okay, and then how many of those seven showed? Seven, uh, about. I would say about five. And the reason why I would say that is because something that I learned later on about qualifying. Uh, one of, we have yeah. an agent who basically runs a course. He talks about the importance of qualifying the suspect, right? <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird language. Prospect. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah, but specifically, he calls them, it's called qualified suspect. I, it is prospecting. You're right. But basically, qualifying, okay. basically finding out not just the name and asking them, oh, can you come over? But no, but basically getting to know who you are talking to, getting to understand them and basically build a connection before you even walk into the house. I wasn't doing that initially. So I'd had, I'd probably book about uh, 15, only about six or seven would show up. And because I was just focused on getting, on, getting them on the phone and just booking the appointment, I wasn't really invested. I see. So let me ask you a question. On that initial phone call that you have with them, do you book another discovery call first and then on the discovery call book an in-person meeting or are you doing that discovery on the initial initial call? So basically the, the initial call. Okay. Like, usually that's, that's a big thing. Okay. So you got much better at the discovery and then booking yeah. the meeting from there. Okay, yeah. cool. So 12 connects, seven meetings booked and you had five showed. Okay. Yeah. Of those five, how many of those ended up turning into clients? Or in your process, do you have a what, do you have a second step after that initial show, or is that initial show uh, where you potentially move forward with the client? It honestly, it honestly depends on the fact finding, right? Um, every, not everything is booked one way or another. When you walk yeah. into one house, it's going to be, you're going to learn some information. And that's because people are different. Everybody's got a different situation. So you have to decide what is something you can close on right then and there. What is something that you're going to need some time on? You're going to need to really investigate and do proper fact-finding, collecting the right amount of data to provide to the client in probably the next week or two. So, Got it. Okay. So of those five... How many became clients? I want to say clients or customers. I'll, I'll, go, I'll I'm just playing. I'll I'll, uh, I'll elaborate on that later. But um, no, no, no. Go. What, what, what is your? What do you? I'm interested. What do, what do you? Learned, what are the difference for you? <laughs> no, no. But um, I, I had to. Learn. So clients basically means they build a connection, and you can see potential business in the future. Customers just want what you have, just take what you have and just move on about their day, yada, yada. And it's dangerous if you got more, a heavy load of customers than you do clients. So I guess clients, you know, it would have to, it would have to depend. Um, let's just say purchased from you of those the five. From you, I will, I will yeah. say, let's just say. I love your mentality, by the way. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Cause you want a lot clients. Of, a lot of this just comes from learning. I, I tell you, 
the the people that I work with, um, they there's it's a great group of people to work with. So yeah. that's they're teaching me a whole lot, and I'm learning a whole lot through the the company that I'm working with. Dude, I love the that, other man. agents. So yeah. I love I love the fact that I have that community. I would say I'll say about four. Um, I can't think of off the top of my head. I'm so stuck on this week right now, but um, but I think. So four of the five that you met with ended up becoming purchasing from you. Yeah. Dang, that's an eighty percent close rate. That's yeah. really good. <laughs> cool. What do you think um, contributed to that? Like I said, I think it's the fact that I'm qualifying. Um, the fact that I'm qualifying on the phone. Yeah. Like How I'm do you know my client? Yeah, I love that, man. What What are you? What are you doing to qualify? Like, what's your so, process for qualifying? So, so the way that I was taught to me, qualified sus. The definition of a qualified suspect is an individual who you know their name, their number, their career, and how much they're making. And usually, you can tie how much they're making in their career together. Basically, you can lump that. Um, so basically talking about who they are, or what they do for a living, basically, uh, or if they retired, what they did, basically. So who knows? Because then you find out all what the what does what kind of, say, pension plan or what kind of retirement plan they have. It gives you a somewhat of an idea so you can develop a case, but also then that's you don't have to stop there and just figure out what they did for a living. You can also uh, find out more about the children, find out more about um, what they like to do on their spare time. Basically, just getting to know the client. That's the essential thing. But the definition of the qualified suspect, the way that I was taught, name, number, what they do for a living, how much they make. Got it. And then... Is there anything else that you qualify for to better prepare you for, like, for getting the actual meeting booked or getting them to show? Oh, yeah. You also find out if, say, the lead that you have gives them their address or something like that. Oh, is that a house or is it an apartment? What color is the house? You know, it's little things that people don't think about because you're trying to really get into and understand uh, a picture of your client basically so that's that's Got pretty it. much what it is okay all right so when we look at your your numbers there's really two things that stand out right one is your booked meeting percentage um which is 58 percent um and that's from that initial call to booking a meeting and that's it and, and are yours all virtual or are they all in person uh, in person um we don't we could do, I could do a Zoom, but basically the biggest thing that my higher-ups are big on is basically building a relationship the old-fashioned way, in a way. Um, because, you know, nowadays people just ask for a quote on the phone, yada, yada, yada. First of all, that's trash way to do it, in my opinion, because you have no chance of fact-finding to the best of your ability. So say you quote them this thing, Underwriting comes in and says, eh, we don't know, declines them or even says, oh, but yeah, we're going to jack up the rates. So basically that messes up the relationship right there, right then and there. But most right. importantly, what when I got hired, one of the first thing my, um, my higher up said to me was, 
Stop trying to be a salesperson. Stop walking in trying to be just a salesperson to these people. Because if you do that, you're going to build no relation. And basically, business just taints when you have that mm-hmm. kind of mentality. So trying to be a friend, trying to, you ought to be, you ought to be the brother that they never had in a way, or the extra brother that they never had. Um, that's right. the big thing when you go into these houses. I like that. Okay. So if we're, if we look at your overall, like your overall numbers, man, the, 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 the glaring thing that we look at that you could, cause your, your close rate is phenomenal. Your show rate is 71%, which is really good. I mean, we, we try to get to 80%, but that's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. So is also your connect percentage is getting people on the phone, right? So what do you feel like you could do to improve that connect percentage from 6%? And that's yeah, just so, cold, cold leads to actually getting them to pick up the phone. Yeah, I know. So um, some of the leads are, uh, are different, right? Because some of them are fresher. Some of them are older. Some of the leads I have are even before my time. So it just is what it is. But I don't have that mentality of uh, it's not going to work. If I see a number, I'm just going to call it. And whatever happens, happens. So that's my thing. Sometimes I ask for more leads, but I I work I try to work them as best as I can. Um, but basically just getting on the phone and calling. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh I call at different times. Basically, sometimes I call in the morning, sometimes I call at night or or evening, better yet. But um I think it's just just getting on the phone and calling. You never know what's going yeah, to happen. Do you? Do you use any type of like power dialer or anything like that? Or do you use your cell phone? Like what kind of phone do you use? Usually I use my cell phone. I was using the office phone for a moment. Um, part of it is they, the reason why I don't use it now is because they kind of um, put a new uh, operation in and basically I haven't learned it yet. But um, so that's the, that's just my thing. But um, I'm the, one of the reasons why I started going to the cell phone is uh, just just to change numbers, basically. Maybe they blocked that number for some odd reason. So I go to go to my cell number, basically. Uh, so just different ways of uh, reaching out to my prospects, reaching out to the people that I'm calling. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. but usually, but so far, right now, it's been my cell phone. Yeah. I mean, if you want, I could share with you a couple things you can do to be able to make like one, 200 calls, not including double dials, like a day versus over the course of a week and improve your connect percentage to like 10%. Because I look, look, right now you're at 6%. Let's just say we double that. Okay. That gives you eight clients in the week instead of four. Just changing that one conversion. I'm all for Um, it. Yeah. So I love, I love how you're using your cell. Um, I, I, we tend to try to use cell for more booked meetings. And then do you have an iPhone? Yes. Yeah. Cause then it shows like there's, there's an extra layer of trust for some reason with the blue, the blue, yeah. you know, when you, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, so we try to save that for, for the booked meetings, but, um, there's, there's a couple different tools out there. Uh, do you use it? What CRM do you use? So they just changed it to uh, zoom. They just, uh, they just fixed it on the, in the office, so I haven't I haven't connected it just yet, but I'm probably going to do that in the future. So, but Definitely. Zoom Zoom like the video Zoom, or you have a CRM that's called Zoom. It's like the 
kind of like the video, but it's it's not it's not necessarily video calling. It's just, just Zoom has its own Zoom has like a uh, something that's not even connected, not even tied to the internet. So basically, especially in our building, the internet is trash. But oh, um, really? yeah, yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. However, it doesn't matter with this system. With this system, it doesn't matter basically if how trash the internet is. You can still reach who you need to reach. Yeah, but but do you use a CRM? Like, do you have like a like a HubSpot or a Salesforce or a Go High Level, or do you use any type of CRM where you track all the contacts that you've made and the meetings? Oh yes, yes. So basically, you're talking about like. The not interest who said not interested who booked appointments or who exactly um, yeah yes we do yeah. yes i do i do that all the time all the time do you have a what, what crm do you use um, what software do you use at the time it was is oscar yes that's what it is oscr okay okay do you still use it or no yes i still use it does it have a power dial, dialer built into it it does, but then I have to be. I had to fix it up because, um, like I said, that's where the new system came in. So I have to. So I just have to reset that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know much about that one, but there's there's a couple tools out there. Like one of them is called Allaware. Okay. Um, and it's really not that expensive, but basically, um, it it it, it does the calling exactly what you're saying. The the triple call, double call, single call, the text messaging. But what's really powerful about it for what you do is that anytime you call any lead, it uses the, it switches your phone and uses the area code that they're in. Oh. Um, you know, I'm not affiliated with them at any point, but you can get 200 calls a day. Your connect percentage is going to get to like 10%. And, you know, it's, you know, I, you just triple, you're basically going to five X your activity on the front okay. end. That's amazing. Yeah. So I, by looking at your numbers, like if I were to choose one next play for you moving forward, that mm. would be what I would suggest. Because like, you know, we would want to track these every week. And I think in the following week, we'd want to look at your your booked meeting percentage, what you're saying in that discovery. I know you're asking certain questions, but how you're asking that meeting might be a thing. But to initially to start, I think a good next play would be to really increase the volume yeah. Um, on how you're making these calls. What, what are your thoughts on that? No, I like it. Um, definitely, uh, definitely a good idea. Um, I, I like, I like that idea. Yeah. Have you ever tried anything like that before? Um, not, not until I got into the industry, basically the Oscar. Uh, and at the time, it how do you was spell that one? How do you spell it? O-S-C-R. They call it Oscar. They just, it's acronym O-S-C-R. I don't know too much about it. Just that's what I was using. Huh. Okay. I haven't seen this one. Oh, it, it is a CRM. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of this one. So that's okay. what we use. And it does have a power dialer. Yeah. But what, what was the reason for you? I can't remember. You said it. What was the reason for you not using it? At the time, like I was using it and then. Uh, my one of my managers suggested try on the phone, try on your cell phone. Uh, maybe they got tired of that number, basically. So maybe if you switch numbers, you get a more contact yeah. percentage. Yeah. Well, that was that was the main reason why I did, and I've just stuck to it ever since. 
Yeah, so this other software will solve that problem for you and you can continue the, because the, it'll do it'll do everything, the dialing, the texting, um, and it'll switch the numbers. So you won't be calling it the same numbers. Because like, I guarantee like the other phone might be saying spam risk, which is why your percentage, like, I don't, I doubt your cell phone is. But, it, it could, it could be um, yeah, because. That, that's because, a killer, dude. Yeah, it is a killer, but that's what happened. I, I get it. You you know, when you get a phone call, that might be some crazy dude from, I don't know, Bangladesh or something. You, you don't want to answer that phone call necessarily. So, <laughs> so I, I understand the protection, but I under, but also with that comes the fact that on the agent side, it's harder to reach out somebody who probably does need insurance and probably does want to be helped by our yeah. company. And I can't help them because they think it's just spam. Right. I'm going to put this comment up here. I put it in the comments, but here's the software for everybody watching. Um, you know, I definitely highly recommend. Um, and for you, just, just simplify a next play would be increase your connect percentage by using a software that's going to that's gonna use the right number, switch the number, and make your outreach much simpler. And then once we improve your connect percentage we could start looking at your booked percentage i don't we're at next play man we're only we're a big fan of just one play at a time every week let's dial this in let's get it better and move to the next one um what are your thoughts on that well it's, it's not bad um but definitely i would i will take a look at them um cool. but i, I mean even if you use oscar go for it if you use this one whatever i mean yeah. it's totally up to you yep but no, I, I'm definitely going to look into that. Anything to do better with, especially with the cold leads. Um, yeah. I'm okay, cool. Open. Yeah. Um, and and so you're you're not paying for these though, right? Your company no, is? No, I don't, I don't pay for anything. Not, okay, I, cool. Other than uh, business cards and resume, but that's just me investing in, into my own business. So. Do, do they cap how many leads you can get? I haven't... I've heard necessarily literally you ask for leads and then you get about in some cases, 12 to 15, maybe they're short necessarily. So you get about eight to 10, some weeks or sometimes. So, but I haven't heard of a cap necessarily. Yeah. Like if you asked for a hundred, would they give them or no? <laughs> yeah. they. You tried it. No, I don't, I don't think so. You might you might get a lot more Medicare leads in terms of when it's AEP season. That might be a different story. Um, I do okay. remember them talking about that. But uh, in terms of basically life, usually life leads you run about twelve to fifteen, and then maybe Medicare leads you get about twenty to thirty come AEP season in September. Yeah. Can can you buy them on your own too or no? I can. I just haven't. I okay. can. I know. I know um, a couple agents that do, but I haven't gotten there. Yeah. Okay. So what? So what? So based on that, you know, we talked through a couple different things. What do you feel like is going to be a good next play for you this week to get better? Good to get to the play. next level. So in terms of the cold, um, and, and getting that six percent up. Definitely. Uh, definitely, I'll check out. Definitely check out Alaware, but also um, just I know. Part of it is the fact that I, I am a little bit on the slump, so I want to get up this week. I haven't been doing a whole lot of calling this week, particularly. 
that I need I need to get that up, but I definitely want to get my calling up. Um, so. Okay, and how many calls do you want to make this week? This week, yeah, if I can get around the three hundred range, um, that would that'd be very good. Three hundred range, four hundred range. Cool. So, and what's and so every play has to have a what, a how, and a when. So I like it. We're gonna call three hundred. What's the how? How are you gonna make sure that you're able to get to that three hundred? Because you got distractions, all these other things going okay. on. Uh, just basically scheduling. I think that's the the biggest thing that when I came into the industry, when I had a schedule of what I was going to do, uh, yeah, that's when I found myself basically thriving. You know, um, my managers they're very great in terms of seeing where I am and seeing where I want to be. Um, I, I got a, when I tell you, these are the greatest people to work with, uh, thus far, you know, um, I, I can't stress that enough. They're always on top of you, but they want you to succeed. Everybody that I've been in contact with, you know, at least in, in front of me, they want me to see what they're saying behind my back. I, I don't know. And I really don't care. You know, right. in front of me, you know, they show me what I'm doing wrong. They're showing me how I can improve on something like that. And it's great to have people like that on your corner and on your side um, because that's very huge and that really uplifts your spirits, knowing, especially when you're suffering and when you're struggling. The fact yeah. that people are there showing you you can do it and you have the potential to do great things in this industry. That's huge. Yeah, I love that. Okay, good. Okay, cool. Awesome, man. Well, um, you know, I think we're lucky to have you on the show and to share your story and what are the what what are some of the things that you're doing and and I love your your willingness to get better and improve and um, yeah, I appreciate having you. Thank you for having me. I, I appreciate you. And to those that are watching, I hope I've said something or something that has been said or mentioned that helps you out as well. Um, but awesome. I appreciate y'all for having me on the show today. Awesome. Okay, cool. All right. Thanks, man. We'll uh, talk soon. Be blessed, sir. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Next Play Podcast. If you liked the show, make sure to leave us a review. For more resources, visit relentlessuniversity.com or download the free Relentless University app. And if you're interested in having me speak at your next event, visit relentlessrichie.com. Until next time.